This is a Radio.com original. Frank Sinatra uh, was a huge fan of AKG. If you take a look over there, you can see an actual microphone that belonged to him that he used uh, in concert. This is it here? It looks very small. You're not the first person that said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how tall Frank was, uh, but yeah, that, there it is. And we know size doesn't matter. It doesn't. Right. When it comes to his voice, obviously, it does not. Ready? One, two, three. Scooby Dooby 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 Dooby. Everybody and welcome to a new Talking About Cars podcast where it's all about everybody has a car story from celebrities to car personalities and more. I'm Randy Cardoon and this week along with Hot Rod Bob Beck, the NHRA season gets underway and we get a preview with 16-time drag racing champion John Force who has 151 race wins in his long career as he starts this season. He's also a race car owner. His daughter, Brittany, and Austin Prock run Top Fuel. Robert Height won last year's Funny Car title. And, John, you just finished fourth in Funny Car last year. We, we had a great uh, year. Uh, every, everybody was safe. Uh, uh, not a lot of damage to race cars like the year before. Uh, put me in the hospital a few times. Uh, Robert Height walked out in the Auto Club uh, AAA Chevrolet, uh, you know, went in the race, taking me out and everybody else out and got the title. So testing in Phoenix the last four days went really good, and we're ready now for uh, to go to Auto Club Raceway and with NHRA and Mellow Yellow and rock and roll. Tell me a little bit about some of the things we should look out for you guys from. Is there anything new, a new wrinkle to what's going on with your team? Well, no, we're just, uh, we got two top fuel cars. Uh, Monster Energy has come back on board with us, a new company owned by Frank Teagues, who owns Montana Brand, which sponsors uh, the the uh, Austin Park car, and Brittany's back with Monster, but they teamed up. Uh, they've split the races. They didn't actually team up. Uh, but on Brittany's car uh, with Flavor Pack, uh, uh, another uh, food company, and uh, those two top fuel cars are going to be strong. They got great uh, crew chiefs that get the drill. And then there's Jimmy Park with Robert. And then there's myself, my son-in-law, Daniel Hood, that runs my car and even runs my grandkids, his two sons, as uh, junior dragsters. So it's all in the family, but we're going to be fast this year. You know, we were going to talk about that, too, because you were out at Irwindale with the kids, the, 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 the hoodlums, as it said on the side of the car. And I thought that was great. I hope you had a great day out there. The kids were having fun. Everybody loves Irwindale. I grew up at the other Irwindale across the freeway, uh, but uh, but for them to have that track uh, to race cars, but especially the youth, my granddaughter Autumn was there uh, racing, and and uh, it's we're a third generation now of kids racing, and it's it's um, it's exciting. Uh, but to be out there and watch my grandkids race, they make me sit in the stands. They won't <laughs> let me out on the start line. I get in trouble, but uh, they want to do it their way. But they do a great job, and and uh, so we're excited going into Pomona. Y'all know Pomona. Uh, you know every ticket's a pit pass. You can be in the pits, and I love NASCAR and I love IndyCar. My my daughter's husband, uh, uh, Courtney, married to uh, Graham Rahal. IndyCar, so I love all of them. But drag racing to me, it's an experience. It's it's cars side by side, whether it's a motorcycle or it's your, it's your grandmother's car. And I can say that because I'm a grandpa. It's top <laughs> fuel. It's funny car. It's postdoc. 
I mean, it's everything you can imagine you get to see. Men against women. Uh, we got women in all the categories and, and of all ages. And it, it's just a great show. And you get your picture, you go on the stands, you watch them race. We're talking 10,000 horsepower, 330 mile an hour. We're talking less than four seconds. I mean, it just nitro fire belching out of the pipes. It's the greatest show on earth. And, of course, the new wrinkle in uh, Funny Car this year, Alexis DeJore is coming back. Really excited to have her back. Great racer. I know her dad. A great a great gentleman. Invest in his kid. Uh, you know, and, and, and to have another woman in our sport, my daughters, uh, I don't know anybody that, that doesn't love the girl. She's just a great racer. When she whips you, she's just as nice as when you when you whip her. You know what I'm saying? And I think she beat me the last three times we met. But what I'm saying is, got a big future. Love to have her back in the sport. And um, um, we're, we're going to be going at it, but it's going to be fun. All right, so you're going to come out with four-car team. You're going to go after them again. You are one of the more senior drivers, if we go chronologically. But you're one of the toughest competitors out there. What keeps driving you? Yeah, but my car does the running for me, and I put myself with a, a great team. Uh, uh, the 10 kids that work on my car, uh, led by uh, my son-in-law, uh, Daniel Hood. That's why it says hoodlums on the side of his drags, uh, on his kids' dragsters, <laughs> the two boys, the hoodlums. I think it's pretty cool. But um, uh, I love what I do. And it isn't just my motivation. My daughter said to me once, I'm going out there to the crowd. I don't, don't know what to say. I just lost. And I said, you go out there, they'll make you better. They don't know that you lost. They don't care. They're out there because they love you. And I feed off that energy, and so do my drivers. Get out there at the ropes, win or lose, be part of their life, entertain them, and uh, uh, let them do their day off. Our job is to work and let them have fun. And that's what it's all about, and I feed off that energy. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting up there in years. There ain't no doubt about it. But like I said, my race car does the running for me. I'm going to go after another title. I've got 16. I'm going after more. And it ain't over till I say it's over. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, you were mentioning your grandkids uh, through Ashley and Robert Height's kid, Autumn. Unbelievable. Uh, Robert's teaching Autumn. She's only 15, 14 or 15. I don't even know my kid's name. I don't even know my name <laughs> but, or my, my, my age. But uh, and Jacob and Noah, they're, they're seven and six or eight and seven. But it, just to see them, I, I looked at it on the Internet, and my, my, my daughter, Ashley, she goes, Dad, that's her two boys. She goes, you cry a lot lately. And I say, every time I see those little guys and that girl out there in that car, it, it brings back my history of where I came from. You know what I'm saying? And I just love it so much to watch them and watch them loving a sport I've loved my whole life. And now they're part of it. That don't mean they're going to end up race car drivers. I hope they're all doctors and professional golfers. God bless them. They'll make some real money. But we have all the fun over here. And, and, but to watch them race and to see Noah or Jacob get out of the car, and they're just so tiny they look that like they ought to be in a stroller. And they climb into this car and they go out there and then they get out and they put their th Noah the other day was reading his time slip. And then I said, just like his grandpa, and they go, except for he don't know how to read yet. <laughs> That's how young he is. But he knows how to look at it and get the time slip and get his picture taken. The kid's smart.
You were talking about uh, the way you grew up and all that. There is a great video, by the way, on your website that talks about your trip to Bell Gardens, the whole situation where you're running around showing everybody where you grew up and your background and really what led you to the guy you are today. Well, you know, people ask me, why did I race? When you grew up with five brothers and sisters in a trailer house in the little town Bell Gardens, <clears throat> you want a car the minute you're old enough to get a driver's permit. And you carry your football helmet in there, your school books, your girlfriend's picture. I mean, that is a way of life. But the minute you get freedom, you get out of there. And I was a truck driver for years, and I still got my class one. I still drive. Um, did I mention I drive for Peak and Blue Def? I better throw that in there. You okay. better, yeah. But what I'm saying is I do that, and I really love it, but I have that background where I came from of poverty. I used to cook at Denny's Restaurant with my mom. I sold shoes. I've worked in auto parts. I've done everything just to make a living, just to eat. You know what I'm saying? So you look at my figure now, though, you know I, I eat really good. <laughs> but, but the point is, is that when I took my kids back to see my mom's trailer house in the town I grew up, they were all so busy crying. And I go, what's wrong with you guys? And like, we can't believe you live like this. And I said, Dan, it was the greatest time of my life. They didn't know what a TV tray, they never ate off a TV tray. They never ate a TV dinner. Of course, we didn't have microwave ovens back in them days. Uh, but, but see, even the microwave oven came uh, during my time. The kids never lived all that, even though they have microwaves now. Got to get this story right. But what I'm saying is they were shocked to see it. Well, how did you sleep on this couch? How did you go to bed when people were watching TV? Well, you don't go to bed. You set up with them. And that's the way life was. So my kids get where I came from, and that's why they work hard every day uh, to help us keep this John Force Racing machine running. Wow, that that whole thing. You need to see the video. Go to johnforceracing and, and dot com, and it is a it is a wild video, and in the sense that you really get a look at what uh, the background of John Force. John, I got to ask you this. I got it right off the front page of the NHRA site. Antron Brown talked about uh, Brian Karate leaving for John Force Racing was like Michael Jackson leaving the Jackson Five. Now Karate is back with Antron Brown. That kind of push and pull. Uh, it's it's kind of quite a rivalry. Rivalry with uh, some racing teams. I, I was winning championships before Karate come here, and I'll be winning after he leaves. But let me say, him and Antron were a great team. Karate was only here with us a few years, but he's a great individual. He's a great racer. I love him. I want him to know that. He had an opportunity to own his own team over there with Schumacher, and he won championships with Antron, and they got back together. So we want to bless them. My grandkids race with Antron's kids. And Crotty's really a good guy. Uh, he works side-by-side side with him and Danny. They're like best of friends. And, and so, nope, in our sport, we're all family. Even though we fight at the racetrack and we do stuff, when it comes time, we take care of each other. That's what's great about NHRA drag racing. I've had offers to go in IndyCar, offers to go to NASCAR. You know, I, I, I'm not going there to be an owner or try to do something I don't know how to do. Uh, but I want to wish uh, uh, Karate a great future. Him and Antron, they'll be back in the game, but they got to fight our Tigers over here, too. Wait a minute. You, you would actually consider going into IndyCar? Was that, was that a point where you actually considered that? Well, you know, Ray Hall's over there, and I looked at it and everything. And, and I, you know, Bernstein got into IndyCar years ago, and he got into NASCAR. And uh, he did really good, but it was an overload. And, uh, you know, drag racing is what I've done since I was a kid and could sneak my mom's car out of the garage. I had more tickets 
you know, uh, because I did everything wrong in the early days. And But no, drag race cars are what I do, NHRA drag racing, and, uh, and, I, and I ain't going to quit till I drop. And that could be any day, but I hope not. <laughs> when we talk about your family racing, I remember meeting your brother at L.A. County Raceway with his wheel stand in Peterbilt. Well, you know the history. My brother Louie, I love him to death. He was a military guy. He fought in Vietnam, and but he always come back home and help raise me with mom and dad. They were always working, and I had a great family. I love him, and Louie's in Florida, but he'll be at Gainesville with me. He's supposed to be here at Pomona. Uh, he always shows up. He's always there like Austin Coyle, my crew chief of 30-something years, always there to help me keep myself on track because, you know, I'm a little screwed up. I get a little <laughs> off track sometimes, but I'm ready to go racing now. All right, and, of course, I'm, I'm just noticing this here on uh, some of the uh, Auto Club Raceway information. They're, they're sticking two YouTube stars together, John Chase from Hoonigan and Mike Finnegan from Roadkill. They're going to be competing in an exhibition race Friday and Saturday. Are you up on that? They're doing a lot of that stuff. It's really exciting out there racing. Uh, love their TV shows, both of them. And I'm a TV and a movie theater freak. I love it. And and uh, But bottom line, NHRA's got a lot of new things, bringing a lot of stars and hearing people out of Hollywood. That's great. So let's have some fun and let's rock and roll. Absolutely. And of course, uh, just a reminder, uh, the Auto Club Raceway uh, Winter Nationals coming up uh, this weekend. And as uh, John mentioned, every ticket's a pit pass Free driver autographs all weekend long. John, you don't get that everywhere else. No, get your picture. Uh, I, I, you know what's fun for me? I go out there, and I'll see a guy. Here, could you sign this picture? And I look at this little kid, and I go, is that your son? No, that was me. And then I have them say, here's another picture of my grandpa with you. <laughs> I go back 40 years. You know what I'm saying? But I can still drive these hot rods, and I still love it. And uh, got to chase Robert Hyde. He's the, he's the king right now. He's winning. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, I get to be with my family. Uh, they're all, they'll all be at the races. And uh, it's an exciting time. But you're right. Every ticket's a pit pass. It's the greatest show on earth. Great food there. A, a great um, um, uh, drinks. But, but the, the, the bathrooms and all that stuff, good for the families. And, and uh, come watch what I call it. Uh, Wally Parks was P.T. Barnum, the greatest show on earth. The king of funny car racing, John Force. Remember, Winter Nationals get underway at Pomona February 6th through the 9th, 2020. Tickets are available at NHRA.com slash tickets. Now, coming up, Cadillac just unveiled their 2021 Escalade at the Red Studios in Hollywood. Freelance automotive journalist Michelle Spencer joins me as we talk with Cadillac's Bob Benbow. And AKG's Don Geary and Paul Fox. And later, we'll talk with Mark Bland. But first, Bob, give us the highlights of the new 2021 Escalade. We like to organize it around three pillars. Uh, first one is what we call see and be seen, and we focus that on our new 38-inch OLED display. The second is what we call hear and be heard, and that's focused around the new AKG sound system. And you can see we've got our partners here at AKG to talk about it. The last we call move and be moved, and that is uh, Super Cruise, right? So those are the big three. Um, there's plenty more to talk about. We can get into it, but those are the three highlights I like to hit whenever I talk to anybody about the car. Absolutely, and of course, when you say Super Cruise, do you ever find yourself saying Super Cruise? 
I, uh, you know, I actually had to figure out that there, it's two separate words because I always had thought it was one, but you know, I was corrected swiftly. So the, the proper name is Super Cruise, right? You got to always make sure you put the space in there. So no extra points for the emphasis on that. No, but uh, you're, I mean, you're welcome to yell it when you activate it on, on when you're riding in your T1. So yeah. How many seconds do you get before you get the prompt of "Hey, put your hands back on the wheel"? Great question. I believe it's six seconds. Yeah, and then it'll uh, it'll start flashing the light that's on top of the wheel and warn you to put your hands back on the wheel if you're not paying attention. How can you tell me that I'm never going to be driving down the freeway and some guy's going to be asleep with the Super Cruise on? When does that become impossible? That's a fabulous question. So uh, we actually have a sensor. It's on top of the steering column that watches your eyes, uh, and it can actually see through sunglasses and, and glasses as well. Uh, so it actually can that it actually is watching to make sure you're paying attention to the road. So that's when it, if it sees you looking away, uh, that's what will actually warn you to pay attention, put your hands back on the wheel if necessary. So it actually scans your eyes? It's, it's watching your eyes, correct. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's what differentiates our system from some of the other systems out there in the, in the market. And it's all about safety, and we heard about another safety feature that will prompt you to move along if you are straying out of your lane and if you are tailgating somebody too close. Will you get an audible on that too? So yeah, we have lane keep assist, and then we have a, sort of a, a forward collision warning, forward collision alert system that'll help you keep your gap to the car in front of you. Yeah, both. Having a gap is always very important on the freeway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to tailgate too close, right? Gaps aren't great in teeth, but they are very good as far as on the freeway. You, you know? got it. Especially in LA. <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously, we've kind of made it a centerpiece of how we talk about the car. So. It's a uh, curved OLED display. It's actually split into three displays. So you've got uh, two touchscreen capable displays on the left and the right. And then the center cluster behind the steering wheel uh, is not touch sensitive, but you can pull different pieces of data into that. You can pull your map into that uh, center display if you're navigating. Uh, there's also an augmented reality navigation system. So there's a forward facing camera. So it'll show you a view of the road ahead. And then it'll actually overlay directions on the view of the road ahead and kind of show you where you need to turn, stuff like that. Length of the Escalade, we always knew it was longer than most anyway, and that I think goes by because of what it is. It's a luxury SUV. Uh, is this, if I understood this correctly, this is actually longer than your original Escalade. So this, how much longer is it? So this is uh, 7.9 inches longer than the previous generation. So a 2020 Escalade would be eight inches shorter basically than this. Uh, we expanded the wheelbase slightly. Uh, but what we really wanted to do was just improve the packaging. Uh, it really helped us open up the cargo space behind the third row, and it also gave us 10 inches of ex extra leg room in the third row as well. Now, this is the regular size Escalade. This is what we call the short wheelbase, so it's the regular. Uh, so eventually, the, the, they're going to have an extended wheelbase, I'm sure. We do, yeah. We have the Escalade ESV uh, at the New York Auto Show. We're going to reveal that and, and talk about it a little more. How long will that be? So that is an additional two inches longer than this one. So the gap is a little bit less than it is in the previous generation, but it does help you get a little more cargo space, a little more room. It really sound all that much, but the question everybody has asked me is, can you get it into a garage? It wouldn't fit in my garage, uh, but I, uh, I, live in a, I live in an old house in Gross Point. Uh, so my garage is 210 inches deep, so uh, I, uh, I can keep small roadsters in there, which is kind of my hobby, uh, but no Escalades. So the Miata, not the Escalade. So I did have a Miata in there. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Yep. If you said Roadster. I had an MG too. Uh, so yeah, so I got a couple of, uh, yeah. How long have you had these cars? Uh, so I sold both of those. So now I have a 95 Corvette and a 93 Saab in there. 
Does the extra length of the Escalade give you more leg room? It does. So in the third room, 10 extra inches of leg room beyond the, the previous generation. Yeah, it's a lot. And actually, put. Yeah. And the, the big difference actually is um, in the old Escalade, you're, uh, because of the, uh, we didn't have the independent rear suspension, the floor was a little bit higher. So your knees tended to be up a little higher. So it's a much more natural seating position uh, in this vehicle. Um, but the packaging, it, it's, it's a huge improvement. It's Don Geary of AKG, not as opposed to, e, you know, AEG, not which is... Kind, which is for your heart when the they EKG do an EKG on... Oh, I've had too many of those. It, get your heart, it can get your heart beating pretty fast in a good way. Ooh, I like this. This is a good uh, teaser. Very good. All right, so Don, the newest thing apparently is not the outside as much as it is the inside and the music system. Tell us a little bit about AKG and how it got involved with Cadillac. Great question. I'd love to tell you. So AKG for Cadillac. Um, AKG is a, is a storied brand. Storied brand uh, that's been around since about 1947. Very much uh, rooted in the studio. So if you think about um, artistry and music, things like microphones and headphones, capturing that inspiration, they're sort of the first things that the artist works with in the studio. So AKG in and of itself is about balance and clarity, inspiration, creativity. Um, again, it's been around for about 70 years, but this is the first time that we're bringing it into the car. What is AKG best known for? It's known for studio equipment, I'd say, right now. So things like microphones, um, world-class studio equipment, headphones, artists like Frank Sinatra uh, was a huge fan of AKG. If you take a look over there, you can see an actual microphone that belonged to him that he used uh, in concert. This is it here? It looks very small. You're not the first person that said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how tall Frank was, uh, but yeah, that, there it is. And we know size doesn't matter. It doesn't. When it comes to his voice, obviously, it does not. Ready? One, two, three. Scooby Dooby 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 Dooby. We've got a technical Grammy for our contributions to uh, innovation and technical excellence in the recording space. Uh, but again, it, it goes back to uh, artists, artists in the studio, artists on tour. Um, if they want the best, they go to AKG. If you look at AKG, um, it, again, it stands for inspiration, creativity, um, clarity, and just that, that um, inspiration that you get in the studio. And if you look at Cadillac these days, um, they're, they're a, a bold brand, and they're taking risks. Um, they're, they're doing things in a whole new way, very creatively, um, taking things to the next level. So if you look at AKG and you look at Cadillac, there's a great fit there. So um, the, the coming together really made sense and was very natural. I'm going to give you a chance to take a deep breath because Paul Fox is right next to you. And so, Paul, we understand putting speakers in a car. How does the whole microphone thing work? In theory, I'd imagine you're not going to be able like, to have a recording studio in your car. Is that uh, correct? Right now, no, there is no recording studio in the car. However, if you think about the audio system as a means of reproducing vocal clarities, good bass response, and all those audio things that everybody wants, uh, certainly AKG, when it comes to the studio, is that very front piece of equipment. Sometimes it's hardware, some of the software in the back end of it, right, is the one that's capturing that clarity of sound and all those beautiful audio qualities, which is then, in our system here, going to be reproduced in the, in the Escalade. Don, you realize, of course, if this expands, 
uh, people who do voiceovers would probably just buy the car so they could have a rolling studio if you figure out a way to put the right microphone in. That would be wonderful. Let's do it. Somehow I don't think I'm going to get the copyright on this, though. I don't know, but... Uh, we could talk. <laughs> so the other features are conversation enhancement, which is where the front passenger or the rear passengers or the front or the driver in the front can communicate with each other. Do they like get each other on their cell phones? What do they do? No, no, no. they speak it in the microphones that are in the headliner, and then the audio system reproduces that for the region that they're obviously trying to uh, to engage with. So there are microphones in the headliner. Let's say if I'm sitting in the front and Michelle is sitting in the back, you're basically, I could talk to her by talking to her facing forward and she'd still be able to hear me. That's correct. You don't have to yell at her. And in the, the high level system, which is called the AKG Studio Reference, she can then talk to you from way in the third row and she doesn't have to yell at you. So that means I can sing my Scooby Dooby Doo's from the back, and you can hear me in the front. Well, that's true. We could all like sing together, yeah. and it would. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's also a volume control, so you can actually turn it on, turn it off, turn the volume, or change the volume. So, so I could lower her and put up more music or something. You could. You could cut her off if you wanted to. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm mean, beginning uh, uh, to get uh, the idea here. This this is quite interesting. So there's another feature that's also going to you'll see in there as well called uh, navigation rendering. And that feature is where, if you have your navigation system on, from the vehicle, of course, right? Uh, if you're going to take a left-hand turn in, let's say, a thousand feet, if I'm using the uh, Imperial system, uh, that announcement will appear to you to be coming far out and off to your left-hand side. Now, as you get closer in the navigation system, uh, then again says, okay, you're going to turn left in 500 feet. It gets closer, it gets a little louder, and it's a little bit more on your left-hand side. As you're about to make that churn, it'll make the announcement from exactly the left-hand side. And if you've missed that churn, it'll tell you behind your head, hey, you think you need to turn around. You missed that churn. So no more missing the Bob's Big Boy meet on Friday. Oh, man. You'll have to drive right past it, and then it will tell you to turn around. Okay. Well, this makes complete sense to me, except for the part, so you're driving, and all this is happening... <laughs> You can still keep your eyes on the road and all that. Absolutely. This is actually going to enhance the experience of navigation, so you'll always keep your eyes on the road. Because you know intuitively, right, that when you hear that up left-hand side, 1,000 feet, you know what you have to do. As it gets closer, you can keep your eyes on the road. You don't have to look down at your navigation system because it's telling you where you need to go. And because of that inference of where that actual noise source is coming from, it locks into your brain the action that you need to take. Let me get your name again. Yep, it's Mark, M-A-R-C, last name Bland, B-L-A-N-D. Okay, and your official title is? Yep, Chief Diversity Officer for IHS Market, M-A-R-K-I-T. And you work with Cadillacs? I, or work with, I work with GM, all GM brands and Cadillac and all the other brands around the country as well. Okay, so you've seen the new car. Yes. What are your thoughts about it? Outstanding. That's the first word, one word I think that explains it. Outstanding uh, from the inside out. Um, the interior is just exquisite, and now the luxury market has a lot of focus on the inside-out approach, right? Infotainment is it, right? And then you start to move from the inside to the outside, and the outside is beautiful as well. But I really like that wraparound screen, the curve that they put in the screen. Um, the OLED screen? The OLED screen is outstanding. It's beautiful. Uh, the 36, I think I'm correct, the 36 speakers, I can't wait to go to the AKG 
and hear it for myself, but I'm excited about that just because um, especially when you think about here in the western region, California, I mean, just going 10 miles, you can spend an hour on the 405, so I think that makes it for a comfortable ride. So at IHS Market, we track the data and uh, and we look at new vehicle sales or whatever, and, and, and the full-size uh, luxury utility segment is a hot one, right? And, and Escalade is a leader, and I think that this vehicle is going to help them maintain that leadership and put more of a, a gap between them and the second competitive vehicle, which I won't announce here at a GM reveal. Of course not. You're not going to mention that because it would give them publicity, which we don't want to do that on this podcast because it's actually the car is what we're talking about, the Cadillac. I'm on the Cadillac, yeah, and tonight the star of the show is the Escalade and everybody that contributed to it. And uh, I thought it was a real nice touch that uh, uh, Mr. Steve Carlisle gave a, 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 a nice shout out to the UAW, the people that actually put together the screws and bolts in the Arlington plant, and I thought that was really nice, along with everybody, because that, that doesn't happen that often. Have you ever had a Cadillac? Do you ever own a Cadillac? Yes, I did. I owned a CTS4, loved it. It was silver. Uh, bought it from a local dealer in Detroit, and uh, enjoyed that. I've since moved on to another vehicle, but I uh, drove a uh, Corvette uh, Z06 tonight here, so I mean, I'm that's my that's my car. So Wait, you drove it all the way here, or did you rent it? I rented one here, but I own a '71 classic oh, Stingray at home. So okay, my, my we're, GM roots. We're very much into car stories, and because everybody's got a car story. What was your first car? My first car, my first new vehicle that I bought was actually a candy red Camaro RS. Yep. What year? 1991. Yep. And I drove that thing until it couldn't move another inch. And uh, I loved it. So, I, I mean, I, I work with everybody, but I have driven my fair share of GMs. And I have a Suburban at home right now. And my uh, fiance has a Tahoe. So we, we've invested in GM. Tell me about your classic Corvette. My classic Corvette was my dream car. Uh, I drove a Corvette early on in my career when I was playing football in college. And a friend. What college? A 79 Grand Valley State, the Grand Valley State University. Of course. <laughs> but, uh and just always loved one and was blessed to uh, build a career that affords me the ability to buy out my dream car, which was a 71 black on black with chrome front rear Stingray. Man, you love that. What's that, what kind of engine again? It's a, it's a, it's a original 350. Yep, original 350. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not a racer uh, for the most part, but I just like driving a classy vehicle. You're a cruiser. I'm a cruiser, man. Yes, I am. Mark Bland. Again, the 2021 Escalade isn't due out until late third quarter, early fourth quarter of this year. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on radio.com, iTunes, and knx1070.com, so that way you can be notified when a new Talking About Cars is uploaded and you won't miss a thing. And again, if you're on iTunes, please rate us five stars and review us. Also, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram, where we are talking about cars, and on Twitter, where we are talking about cars, like talking about cars, get it? Also remember to join me when I join Hot Rod Bob every second Tuesday of the month on his Great American Auto Scene show on his Bob Beck page on Facebook and gotgas.com. Until next time, with Hot Rod Bob, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me as we have some fun talking about cars.